0: This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank the Frank who Skinner on Absolute Radio. (laughs) An excuse to uh, say who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane as ever. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via. Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. If you can write still that got quickly, a bit of hesitation about that, haven't you? Yeah, um, that's why I only ever did um, just a minute once, and was never invited. <laughs> because of the back. hesitation, I kept getting <laughs> before I'd answered, I'd take a breath to speak, and someone would jump in uh, and say, "Hesitation." It's uh, yeah. And Nicholas Parsons get... said, "You have to take a breath while I'm actually um saying, you know, moving towards you." I mean, no one had told yeah. me. That.
1: You know what my problem is with that? It really comes down to look: do you want it quick or do you want it funny? Mm.
0: Okay, I've asked a lot of people that. <laughs> <over> yeah, <years. laughs> we've. Uh, we've Al's good at it, 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 aren't you, Al? Oh, Al is good on at it. A bit. You've been a ranker. I've,
2: um, I've got a, an email here from from the land down under giving oh, yeah. you some more advice about how to uh, how to do that email thing. They say, hi, Frank and team, I've been listening to your podcast. He probably means, I've been listening to your podcast, but I won't do the accent no, all the way it, through. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems you are still unresolved about your email introduction. If I could offer some advice from the land down under, the word to use instead of on would be using... So the introduction would be email the show using frank at absoluteradio.com oh, okay UK. and get this for a handle all the best Nick
0: Sperrin-Jones Melbourne, Australia I bet he gets some stick in uh, Melbourne oh, for being yeah, called yeah. Nick Sperrin-Jones I love <laughs> Melbourne oh. You go out to St Never Kilda been. the lovely little balconies with like Regency wrought iron Anyway <laughs> Um it's a Nick great place. Probably wonders if
2: his advice is being ignored because you're having some Melbourne nostalgia. No, it's now. not being
0: it's not being ignored. It's a perfectly good I'm I'm a bit down on Australians at the moment, I'll be straight with you. It's been a difficult
1: moment. Or oh, is that the cricket thing, Yes,
0: yeah, the cricket thing. Oh. Anyway, let's not go into that. No. I mean, you know, it's dawn, it's done. Oh, I tell you what I did this week. Mm. I um I attended the carol service of the A B of C <laughs> Oh, Oh, yeah. Um, Do you
1: know, I was wondering how he was getting on. It's been a while since I've heard from him. Yes. Well, actually, my first... You know when you get your first Christmas card of the year?
0: It was from the Archbishop of Canterbury. I mean, that's pretty good going, isn't it? I
1: mean... (laughs)
0: Pretty good going. There's an excommunication in the post, probably, if any of the parish priest hears this, but (laughs) still... What does he say, Does he
1: just sign it... uh...
0: Well, him and, and his wife sign it, and it's just lovely. you know um, I can't, they don't they don't write a big message, but um it's it's a lovely thing to get oh. Um, can I just stop? Mm-hmm. Um, I was really sad last night that Mike Nesmith died. I loved The monkeys. I collected oh. the cards. I got a woolen hat like his. I, I love the music. And he had a single. I saw, I've completely gone off. I just saw him on mm-hmm. the telly. He had a single out, which there's about 10 songs that I sing all the time throughout my life. And one of them is Rio by Mike Nesmith. I'm gonna hire now to real you. So, um, God bless Mike Nesmith and his mum, of course. Invented tipex. Invented what? tipex. And I heard David Irving's, the right-wing historian, on a radio show once, and they said, he said, um, women have never invented anything. That was. He was a lovely bloke, David Irving. Wow. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, the, and the and the woman interviewing him said, "Well, I think um, they invented Tipex." He said, "Well, they need to invent <laughs> Tipex." So um, the <laughs> negative side of life, as well as the great positive of the fabulous Mike Nesmith, God bless him. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So I tell you what, I was uh, I was doing a reading at the ABFC's um, Christmas carol service I was reading T.S. Eliot's The Journey of the Magi which is you know three wise men story uh, yeah. poem and I've got to tell you Zina Badawi said to me after that I read it better than T.S. Eliot what about that on the wow. posters Al I' oh. for Edinburgh my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a preamble. I did it was it was a mini um Frank Skinner Poetry podcast. I did a little preamble because I think oh, when you it? just when you just read a raw poem straight out like that, it's hard. If you're not familiar with it, it's quite hard to get everything.
2: Mm.
0: Or, or Is there anything? Uh. And I did there was two I started off um I, I tell you what, I'm just gonna say what I said, and I thought there was a bit of I, I, perhaps I picked the wrong audience for this, but I, this is a true story. Oh, I hate it when you say that; it always means you have. It's a true story. Um, I, I, we got we got our nativity scene out, ready, you know, for part of our Christmas decorations. We got a little nativity scene which I bought in New Mexico many years ago, and the baby Jesus has gone missing. We can't find the baby Jesus, which is obviously quite a big. Um, A mission from a nativity. It's like those Elvis the concert things when all the backing musicians are there from the original (laughs) Memphis shows, but you know, there's just a gap in the middle of the stage. So I came down, this is how I told it. So I came down the next morning. You told us to the congregation. To the congregation, yeah. So I came down the next morning, and where the crib was, Mm. Bars, my son, had put a crucifix instead and I thought spoilers and yeah <laughs> some people laugh, but with some people there was a real sense of no, that I'm not having that. And obviously um, it was meant, you know, it was it was um, it I, was meant in the nicest. I
1: think that is a very fine
0: joke. No, but it led. The reason I it wasn't a joke. It's true.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's funny
0: because it's true. Yeah, but the reason I told it is is that poem talks about well, were, were we at a birth or a death? Be, and it's the three wise men talking about this baby being born to you know what happens to. Him after and all that, so it sort of led me into the come on. I also mm-hmm. I thought this was a good joke that got nothing, and it was one of these you must have done this, Al, when you do a joke and then you actually say, I thought that would have gone better. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah but Frank, that's all you do is yes. say, Oh, I can't believe people didn't laugh. Yeah. At but my listen jokes. to this,
0: I said, So it's a very, I said, There's three wise men, they're moaning about what a really tough journey and how difficult moaning. it was. Well, they do to moaning. that, they really moan in the poem. <laughs> Um, You sound like you think they're in Weatherspoons or something, (laughs) just three old men moaning.
1: But (laughs) But only about the motorway, I tell you what, mate, the pile-up. Well, it is like that. (laughs)
0: I'm going to read it in a minute if you're not careful. So anyway, um, I said, you know, they moan about getting into Bethlehem and I said, said, we all know how difficult it is to get last-minute accommodation on a bank holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anyone got the bank holiday joke. And I thought, oh, if this, I thought if this was a Catholic crowd, they well, you,
1: yeah. you don't
0: think I they think, got it? Did I think they? You got were, a tough crowd. Yeah. Were
1: they not? They weren't laughing enough. What was? No, that? they
0: weren't. It was. Um, it was. They sensed a joke. <laughs> they sensed the rhythm of a joke, but they could find no joke.
1: Oh, Frank.
0: <laughs> Still, I read it better than yeah. D.S. Eliot. Wow. Can I say, have you ever read... Uh, I'm, just gonna, I know I'm not going to go on about, about poetry, but I, I'm going on the lighter side of poetry, so it's accessible to all. Um, T.S. Eliot read In the Wasteland. There's a bit in The Wasteland, which you probably uh, know, where he talks about Madame S- S- Sosostris, the famous clairvoyant, and that's what I've always read it as. Madame Sosostris, the famous clairvoyant, had a bad cold. That's what the line is. And uh, T.S. Eliot says, um, Madame Sesostris, the famous Clévoyant. And I always (laughs) (laughs) love that. I've never heard anyone else say Clévoyant (laughs) in the midst of a bit of English. So from now on, if Russell Russell Grant gets mentioned, (laughs) Russell Grant, the... uh, (laughs) Clairvoyant. <laughs> I'm, I'm set. I'm ready for it. Who, who are the other, who's in the Clairvoyant seat at the Mystic moment? Mystic Meg. Mystic Meg still isn't <laughs> in the seat, is she? Who's
1: taken over? There was Eileen Drury. Justin there Topa.
0: Was... <laughs> <laughs> it's a great... 8, 12, 15. Who's in the uh, Clevoyon seat at the moment? <laughs>
1: Skinner on Absolute Radio. You're talking... You've been telling us about... Your, um, A, B of C encounter. Gig. Yeah,
0: my uh, my gig at Lambeth Palace.
1: You refer to the wise men, Mm. slash kings, make your mind up, guys.
0: I I mean, let's face it, it, there's rarely any crossover (laughs) between royalty and wisdom. One of the few cases, (laughs) I would say, and I haven't got any big... um, thing against the royals in, in this country but they i'd say saying things that have been said a lot mm. as if they were very very new and exciting things was, was one of the i suppose it's they don't want to say anything controversial but you know mm. but anyway I, wise men stroke kings yeah slash stroke clever. magi
1: Sa- slash clever wow.
0: Well, they weren't They weren't actually clairvoyant. I suppose they had... Um, oh, they mystical did,
1: properties. They did look at the stars, too. There uh, you uh, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you, you may recall, Frank, I once had an issue which I discussed on this show with the song lyric Erlie in the morning. Oh, yes. Mm. Do you remember that?
0: Is it Erlie or is it Eli in the morning? No,
1: it's Erlie. Okay. And that's what I objected to, Is that it's sort of pirate... Speak, and they don't attempt the pirate speak in any other part of that. Okay. So, so it's just what should we do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? Yeah. Similarly, discuss we three kings of Orient, comma are Mm. not having that. (laughs) They abandon that. They abandon that structure elsewhere in that.
0: Well, I think you got—you know—you got to get the rhyme. You got to get the rhyme, love. Yeah. No,
1: that's uh, that's um. Spoken on like someone that
0: truly appreciates poetry. Though, well, from. I mean, trying to rhyme <laughs> someone with orient <laughs> is a horrible night. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to get disoriented. So, um, you know, I think I'm I'm all right with that. I'm all right with moving uh, um, Josh moving. Jeffrey
1: says, Josh Jeffrey says. Josh Jeffrey says. The other day, he heard someone say, all right, Mystic Meg.
0: <laughs> oh, so she probably is still in the clairvoyant yeah, so. chair.
1: She's still holding on to the chair. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. Mm. Um, I think that probably is true. I tell you what, I'm not sure that the horoscope horoscope thing is quite um, what it was, is it? No, it's dwindling, isn't I it? I remember when it was... You know, people used to buy things like Old Moor's Almanac. <laughs> Um, Do you remember that? It used to be a little, um, tiny little magazine, all sort of rough old paper. And it used to say things like how you could um, do spells to make you rich and stuff like that. That's so what well. you
2: did, isn't it? Yeah, worked the truth. And
1: Frank, what well, the subject of the missing baby Jesus, oh, I just had an
0: idea. Oh, go what on. about what about if Magic FM for Christmas changed their name to Magi FM? They could just put <laughs> they could just put like a Father <laughs> Christmas face over the sea on all their advertising. <laughs> That'd be, I mean, that would be great, wouldn't it? Magi, and every show presented by three presenters at the same time. <laughs> And then they could have magic gold, which I think... Does that already exist? Magic gold? Magic what gold, magic we- frankincense, <laughs> and magic myrrh. <laughs> Come on, guys, make it happen. <laughs> and as for pret a they're missing a trick. <laughs> God. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And one thing I didn't tell you is that when I was at um, Lambeth Palace, uh, 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 a man came up... Uh, in a dog collar there was a few of them about obviously a very nice crowd I have to say the Anglicans mm. despite what my dad said and uh, <laughs> and uh, this guy was talking and Buzz said to him uh, what, what do you do and he said I'm a reverend and Buzz said straight off mm. did you punch Alice Cooper in the face <laughs> and this bloke was like completely um sorry And I had to explain that there's a line in No More Mr Nice Guy when the singer goes to church and the Reverend Smithy recognised me and punched me in the nose. Do you remember that line? Anyway, it caused some confusion, but I enjoyed it. Can I tell you another Christmas thing I did this week? Please do. I went to um, Kew Gardens. Lovely. Very civilized. Obviously, it took ages to get in. Yeah, Hey oh, I <laughs> like it. A- and um, it was—it's their Christmas, Christmas at Q thing.
1: Does Q have oh, uh, a, an earthy brown it. sign directing you to it from the Because I do like an earthy brown sign. I think it has a
0: sort of an old, slightly battered metal white sign with black writing on it. It's probably been there since the seventies. Okay. Which I kind of like. But I have to say, I would recommend, and I'm not on any sort of... uh, I'm getting no money from uh, Q. Mm Well, it's it would be very hard for them to figure
2: out what commission you're owed from mentioning them on the radio. Yeah. I mean, well, that would so, be, well, a, be a
1: strange per ambassador role. Oh, I think we'd like to get yeah. Frank Skinner on board as the brand <laughs> ambassador for <laughs> Kew Gardens. But what's brilliant is when you walk around, uh, and
0: you know, it's like a light Christmas lights yeah. and there's a fair. and There was a fair, right. actually my son and um and my nephew uh, elliot went on the um carousel and i was while they were going round. obviously got a bit bored of watching them after the ninth revolution <laughs> <laughs> and so i started looking it's very oh, ornate oh, carousel like
1: Antoinette. so <laughs> underneath
0: yeah. it i could see they had um they had a picture of isambard kingdom brunel with his name oh, yeah. and a picture of him and I thought well I suppose he's an engineer and this is like an example of engine. and then there was George Stevenson he of the rocket mm-hmm. yeah. and I thought they're just celebrating this engine and then the next one was uh, Captain Mannering oh. from Dad's Army <laughs> <Really>? random
1: <laughs> where does
0: he fit in with the carousel thing
1: yeah. I'm sure one of our readers will be able to enlighten us Stupid boy. (laughs) (laughs) But I tell you, you know, when you mention things and then
0: um, they crop up Mm -hmm. almost immediately afterwards, you know that? Do you know that phenomenon? So I went, uh, we had some, do you know Churros? Yeah. Mm, mm. They're like, um, I don't know what they're like. They're sort of doughnut material, but they're in sort of stick form.
1: Yes, I know. Yeah, like long stringy doughnuts. Very popular it? with the youths now. And the oh Are they. they? Oh, yes, they like to dip the churros. Oh, you've got to dip them. What flavour dip did I get? Caramel?
0: Butterscotch. You, you know, what I said last week <laughs> on the show that butterscotch had gone... And then I went to uh, the English National Opera to see HMS Pinafore. Who was starring in it? Les Dennis, a guy who we had no. a text in about what would be the name of his autobiographical Edinburgh show. It's like the whole show is um, caving in on me. So it's a uh, weird. <laughs> A very weird thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't bump into a clairvoyant when I get I get out of the uh, studio. Well, they oh, wouldn't the. be surprised. No, they definitely wouldn't. <laughs> if there's anything about, any good about them. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Anyway, so... Um, I was walking around Kew Gardens, and we after a, it's quite a, a long thing. You get your money's worth, and then um, we saw Father Christmas in the distance. Oh yeah! So as we approached Father Christmas, there's two women behind me, two women about my age, I suppose, and one of them said, uh, "At last, something a bit Christmassy." We'd passed um, enormous. G- Globes lit up Tree Christmas tree Gates Which mm. sort of shape Big giant Christmas Gifts Snowflakes <laughs> But anyway
1: oh, right. they get about
0: Yeah At last Something a bit Christmasy <laughs> And I saw so Father Christmas Look across And I thought I wonder if he's thinking A big Christmassy. Is quite a It's not a great Billing is it For Father Christmas mm. I mean I you're not going to get much more Christmassy than that you can't please people I went um, I went and got uh, a hot chocolate at one of the booths Mm -hmm. and uh, I said can I have a hot chocolate please and the woman said loaded and I said mind your own business and she didn't oh. seem to <laughs> didn't yeah. seem to get it at all. But I didn't. You do you know this term? The I love it. <laughs> do you
1: know what though? I mean, firstly he had the congregation at the ABOC Now he's got the hot chocolate vendor. I mean, you do. I'm just saying, as a friend who loves you so dearly, you do go around hunting, don't you? Well, for I the can't. Bad <laughs> reception.
0: They 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 fall off me like windfall fruit. I can't. I, I have no saying it. They're out there.
1: I didn't know the (laughs)
0: phrase. Did you know the phrase "loaded" for hot chocolate? Does
1: it? What does it mean?
0: Does it mean they're putting stuff on it? It means you got marshmallows and cream and all that on top of it.
1: Can I be honest? I I would have thought, Al, that was a reference to the old uh, new lads. I would have thought she was saying to Frank, "You're responsible, new lads." Do you think she
0: was at the (laughs) ceremony when I won Chap of the Year? (laughs) Did you? And got a, <laughs> a, a leather Planet Hollywood varsity jacket. <laughs> um, that's my prize. That's possible. There was no religious imagery, can I say, at the Christmas uh, queue. They want they want the uniform and the medals, but they don't want to fight the war.
1: Okay, Frank.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm saying.
1: We've all had a drink.
0: Okay, Um, but it was it was great. I'd uh, recommend. But
1: loaded, Al. What what does loaded constitute? I mean, is this whipped cream sort of
2: marshmallows, cream Uh, that sort of stuff?
0: Yeah, they they sorry, they squirt cream out of one of those squirty cream. Things and then they drop. Actually, what they did, they put some little marshmallows and then the cream on top of that, and then they put marshmallows on top of the cream. So it's a sort of a cream I sandwich. Like, I
2: feel like hot chocolate is somewhat nicking the term
0: "loaded" from the
2: potato skin world. Oh, on the, menu. Is the Loaded that potato right? skins.
1: Fighting tall. That's what
0: I think's happening. I do, I wasn't even familiar with loaded potato skins. I'm their thing yeah but anyway um, you heard it here first when you next time you order a hot <laughs> chocolate um, brace yourself for that for that information <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner this is Absolute Radio this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran text the show on 8 12 15. follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio Email the show using frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Well, I like that. Okay. You
1: told us a story earlier, Frank, one of your little stories. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of your little stories about a hot chocolate that you had at Kew Gardens. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm just giving a little recap, if anyone's had a lie in this morning. And mm. the woman who gave it to you said, Loaded.
0: Well, loaded question mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Juan
1: L- Lyle has been in touch.
0: Juan, <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe loaded. Wasn't asking if you were. Rather a statement. You must be. Oh
0: right. Was
1: the hot chocolate frightfully expensive? Can I just say wonderful use of frightfully, Juan? My yeah. kind yeah.
0: person. I like frightfully. Um, it it was you know it was sort of London event. <laughs> standard
1: price. (laughs)
0: So yes, then. So So yes yes to uh, 80% of our listeners, yeah. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't like... um, What's the word that people use for something that... It wasn't prohibitively expensive. (laughs) 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 Um,
1: In what context is that most frequently used, would you say? Prohibitively (laughs) expensive, I I don't know. I feel it's an unwieldy word. Therefore, oh, I, I
2: use I use that phrase a lot, <laughs> <laughs> mainly when I'm prohibiting expenditure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. When is mm. it used? Prohibitively okay, expensive? Okay, we'll have a little think on. Not that. Not easy to say. She said that probably puts people off here, and they go for some sort of synonym. Yeah, I know. I
1: know.
0: Like very. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> or how much? That yeah. Or sort of oh, a tad. A tad is is simple. Oh. We've also. Sorry, Al. Were you going to say something? No. Oh. <laughs> I think. Feel I think, free to. We're on a national breakfast radio show. Down,
2: I think Tad is downgrading <laughs> prohibitively expensive. It makes it sound too in reach. It makes it sound like it's I'm a little.
1: If that's the first time ever on <laughs> radio that someone said, I don't want to say anything.
2: <laughs> no, you said, was I going to say oh, something? Oh, I'm sorry. I no, thought I interrupted no,
1: I you. Um, oh, Frank, we've had a lot of people getting in touch, congratulating you, on your show this week. Oh,
0: OK. Are
1: you familiar with the, the show in question?
0: Yeah, I can't, <laughs> the title is so long I can't remember it, but it's basically me and Denise Minor um, on the Wordsworth and Coleridge road trip.
1: And it's on, I'm going to watch it on, is it... Uh, it's on Sky Art? Sky Arts, one of my favorites <laughs> Tim in Dublin has been in touch. (laughs) Hello! Dear Frankincense, Christmas one for you there. Nice, nice. i really enjoyed your show with Denise Minor this week. I especially enjoyed the ham shank scene. Hmm. It's all gone a bit. Silence of the Lambs. It's not. Mm -hmm. I'll continue. I did notice, though, that when the shanks arrived... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um you were drinking out of a stemmed glass mm. then a moment later they had transmogrified mm-hmm. pork, we'll put the pin in that yeah into tumblers
0: oh really all
1: the while the pork dishes remaining steaming hot amazing oh i love the show
0: wasn't it uh, yeah um well, obviously our dialogue was um, riveting that you were uh, noticing <laughs> the uh, the receptacles above everything else. But, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I think I was on ginger beer that night. I drank from a stemmed glass at Lambeth Palace the other night. Shall I tell you for why? Go on. Because at the buffet... Um, they had those, you know those <laughs> clips. You know those clips you get on the side of a plate at um, at a buffet where you sit your little stemmed glass. They had those babies. Oh,
1: of course they did. It was the ABFC. So yeah. proud. I find
0: I've got such a sticky Adam's apple. I can actually secure a plate with one of those to avoid... Um, and then they eat straight from the plate with no need for a knife and fork. Nice. Like a sort of portable trough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't enough... Uh, I think the portable trough market has been uh, largely ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps people feel it'll be uh, proboscously expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not not that good. I thought that was a bit... Didn't quite reach the, the trapeze. <laughs> I find myself in midair. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: We've had an email during the week about uh, butterscotch that we discussed last week and mm. we've already mentioned
0: that I would like... You eating crisps, Frank? Yeah, no. he always does that. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> That's my bones. <laughs> Remember, at my age, my bones are like
2: a arrow. Mm. <laughs> Um, on last week's show Frank lamented the demise of butterscotch flavoured foodstuffs I can confirm to my cost that it still exists and they've launched into an anecdote here but one that I think is worth uh, sharing Uh, whilst holidaying a few years ago outside Urban in the west coast of Scotland nice spot I stumbled upon a delightful coffee shop which served a butterscotch latte in a moment of tongue tiedness Can I say I enjoy tongue-tiedness? I ordered a butternut squash latte. This resulted in a baffled stare from the waitress who asked me to repeat myself, to which I said again, oblivious to my mistake, butternut squash. (laughs) The pair of us still bemused. I pointed to it on the menu and misread out loud butternut squash again. Comprehension dawning on her, she very kindly read it out correctly as butterscotch which elicited laughter from the other patrons. I've returned there since, but, haunted by the experience, have not tasted one. Again, yours embarrassingly, Chris, a PhD chemistry student who
0: should know better. Well, you'd think a PhD chemistry student could knock up a butternut squash latte on their own. You would. You would think so. I like the idea. I like the idea of, uh, as in the coconut-based cocktail, of hollowing out... Um, a butternut squash which you could then drink the butternut squash latte from through a straw. How about that? Anyone planning a Christmas party? (laughs) (laughs) Go for it.
1: it. (laughs) Frank, guess what? We've heard from one of our readers in the UEA.
0: You're moving a bit off the mic I do apologise. At my age I need I'm not don't make me reach for my trumpet, Emily. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Loaded. Um, we've heard from a long-time reader, in, they've said long-time Middle East reader. Okay. He's redacted. They're in the UEA. If you're looking for a Christmas present for Buzz, look no further than a black chicken. There are, I'm just seeing a, a newspaper article here, there's an, uh, a black chicken breed, which is finding a big market in the UAE an actual chicken an actual
0: black chicken Frank? yeah i don't think i am my dad kept chickens for Did years he? and i found they attracted uh, rats oh. quite often he once i remember went into the chicken run with his trousers <laughs> tucked down his socks and a garden fork oh yeah With a rat at one end, and i i i don't have i don't have that level of testosterone that I could pull that off. I'd have to get a man in to deal with it.
1: (laughs) I imagine. Be so
0: pathetic.
1: Your dad is a sort of person. I can't imagine. I mean, I'm not saying he did have this, but. A ferret in the trouser. Might he, have
0: did, um, he did have a period of having <laughs> a ferret during his poaching. Um, yes, when he used to knit nets. But he also he had an attitude to animals which wouldn't work in the modern world. I oh, remember yeah. there was a, Don't a tell me these stories. They
1: really distressed me. Was a,
0: the chicken started eating their. Sta- no, they started eating their own eggs. No. Okay. Do no. you want to know? It's a, okay, it's a helpful, it's helpful, on. cruel tip. <laughs> For chicken keepers. So what he did, he, he took an egg, he blew the egg. You know, you put a hole in each end and blew the egg and put mustard in it and took the water Oof. out of the chicken uh, shed and uh, waited about an hour. And they never <gasps> ate the eggs again.
1: OK, no one do that.
0: I, no, don't do it. I, I'm not condoning it for one second. It's cruel and mistaken. <laughs> but, you know, but those who ignore history are condemned to relive it. <laughs> Hi, hey, I've been watching on um, on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, The Beatles "Let It Be."
1: Oh, how's Ooh. it going?
0: Which is um, it's like a Big Brother, but with the Beatles if they were in the house together. Oh. It's, it's a big know time what? commitment, though, isn't it? Well, I've only just started hours, it, but I can imagine when I was um, when I was living at David Bedil's flat when we first started living together, I I could watch. MTV for seven or eight hours in a block and I didn't really? mean to but I was, you know that just one more video just one more video mm-hmm. and I feel I could really wallow in the Beatles let it be it's just yeah it's, there's no I, I like the fact that not that much is happening apart from the Beatles making a bit of music but there's <laughs> lots of just chat and people having sandwiches and stuff it's great
1: I might get involved in that.
0: It's great. Sounds good. Anyway, it's... Um, We've... Yeah, give it a go.
1: Al, would you care to share the recent hot chocolate update?
0: Well,
2: Frank uh, told... Uh, uh, I'd say an anecdote uh, about <laughs> ordering a hot chocolate. And yeah. the woman saying loaded. And, uh, and now you've kickstarted a, a hot chocolate anecdote. Mm. 537 has contributed... Ordered a hot chocolate at a booth at Woodhall Spa a few years ago. Would you like onions with it? <gasps> what? <laughs> would you like onions with it? A hot chocolate? Oh, I thought you said hot dog.
1: Oh,
0: that's, that's been a lot of um, butternut squashed lattes. And what
1: is wrong with people? We can't communicate anymore. I blame mo- the mobile phone. Do you know, talking of uh, would you like onions with it? I mean, mm. one of the worst phrases I've ever heard in my life as mm. you know, I've joined a Onion lovely onions. group yeah, well, I've joined an online group it's called Onions Are Awful Okay, and we share <laughs> stories
0: people are think... really scratching around <laughs> for something that you can publicly hate without being cancelled I think,
1: <laughs> yeah. do you know what it brings me a great deal of solace and we share stories, empathise there's a number of people I think there's over 4,000 members of this group And they just share stories about terrible encounters they've had with onions and why they get upset by them. I've had people saying, I don't know what to do about my girlfriend. She puts onions in salads. And someone will respond, bro, this is serious. You can't continue with this.
0: But get rid of her, that sort it, of thing.
1: It's it's great
0: that um the internet <laughs> brings together people with specialist interests. Yeah, in
1: I like yeah. Someone posted or the you other know day. That, don't you? Oh, oh, I don't want to be reminded. I don't someone got very upset saying the other day someone told me to get over it. I will never get over it. I'm almost forty. And there's a lot we talk about red onions. How this time hmm. of year can be tricky. Do you mention scallions? <laughs> <laughs> Does that pop? Can I say why I like scallions? Go on. Because I feel it's a portmanteau okay. word in some way. Like scoundrels and onions are in there somewhere. Okay. And they're acknowledging <laughs> the, how verminous they are. Well... OK. okay. I,
0: I think it's good that you know people know what they like and what they don't like. Okay. I can't think of anything that I have strong enough antipathy towards to join a chat room. But I wish I Chat room? It's not a chat room, isn't it? E- you don't
1: have chat rooms
0: anymore. Oh, don't you? Sorry, no. I don't. I don't. I like I say, my, uh, my knowledge it's of the internet Reddit. is... It's called Reddit.
1: It's like a thread you have. Oh, you know, it's Reddit. a Reddit thread. Yeah, it's a Reddit thread. Oh. I love my Reddit friends. <laughs> Um, okay, and what's it called? We Hate Onions. Well, I'm afraid there's an <laughs> expletive in there, which I oh, won't no, say. We don't I'm sorry, want that. Of course we don't. No. But, but it's, it's, good. it's a lot of Americans, and they've become my friends. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: cool.
1: You sound a bit okay.
0: worried about this. Well, you <laughs> know, it comes across it's, the ocean. It, you could bring out a book called The Internet Without <laughs> <laughs> Tears. Oh. Right. Lovely. By book. the way, um, I was reading a Nick Laird poem, mm-hmm. uh, and. Um, Accordingly, if if the poem is true, tears um, that are caused by onions or maybe by smoke, you know, those kind of tears, rather than the tears of sadness, have got less manganese in them than the tears of sadness. I thought it was interesting. (laughs)
2: We were just discussing uh, somebody ordering a hot chocolate and being offered onions with it because of some confusion between hot chocolate and hot dog. Mm. Well... Here's another thing that could be the result of some confusion but is actually genuine, legit, as you would say, Frank. Mm. Heinz, <laughs> the uh, the popular <laughs> condiment legit company... Legit, as you
1: would say, Frank. Yeah, that's he what did I thing. I, I, I do it, it but I'd never he of it... He legit loves it. As you would say.
2: He did. Anyway, Heinz. <laughs> Sorry. Hines, the uh, popular condiment company, yeah. are launching a um, <laughs> chocolate orange mayonnaise. Terry's chocolate orange mayo. Ooh, um, oh. well, that's a juxtaposition. Do you isn't think?
1: It? Yeah. So, see, Simon should have got the call by now. What's he called,
0: Simon Mayo?
1: Yeah, he should have had the call Simon for the collab. chocolate
0: orange mayo. I think is, um Gone off on his own now. I See him on the telly a lot on his own.
1: Was he advertising? I'm trying oh, imagine, to think. Imagine at that, that, name.
0: imagine at that meeting when he said, "Hold the mayor
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man! <laughs> Still, you know, they don't, don't last forever. <sighs> yeah, sorry. So yes, um, I don't. Uh, it's one of those where. I I can I can taste the mayo in it in the, just hearing it. Yeah, and I don't well, mind mayo, but I don't know if I'd want it on my TCO. We
1: well, they've yeah, they've joined forces T-C- with no, them.
0: TCE, wouldn't it be? Sorry, if it, oh no, TCO, Terry TCO, T-C-O. Orange,
1: TCO. Oh, you, you put
0: sweet. doubt in my mind. though. they've joined. No, I was just trying to figure out what it was that you meant. K-pop.
1: They've joined <laughs> forces, fine. Yeah, sorry. Don't be silly, Billy. They've joined forces with Hellman's. And now I can imagine that's not a brand you're fond of. It just sounds a little bit too... Oh, no, it's all right. Is that OK? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm happy with that. OK, well, don't say that
0: five A, B of C. But do you, is it to put on sweet things or savoury things?
1: I'll tell you exactly well, what it's for. The article
2: I read, the person just ate it out of the jar with
0: a spoon.
1: I'll tell you exactly what it's
0: for. <laughs> can't be what it's for. I... So, Aldi, does this mean that Heinz have now got 58 varieties? Oh, lovely. Because <gasps> they always used to advertise the fact that they had 57. I haven't heard another one announced for a while. Although well, that they've... must be ketchup, surely.
1: What they've said, Frank, is that you spread it onto your croissant, your brioche or your pancakes. Hmm. I mean, I'll bear that in mind. Next time I'm having a continental breakfast in 1974 <laughs> Hotel, who has croissant in this day and age? I do like the oh. sound
0: of it, though. The whole—I I wouldn't mind giving it. It's a limited edition thing, isn't it? Oh, there's only 200. I mean. What's going on? You're trying to make it exclusive. Are people going to buy it? Yeah. People will buy it just for laying down and not actually yeah. uh, consuming. <laughs> <it. laughs> yes, I'm just going to try a little bit of. Oh, it's you? Oh, what I saw the other day, by the way, I saw a man standing at a bus stop in front of. You know, the, you know, I I'm, I'm slightly obsessed with the Johnny Depp Savage. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Um, it's sort of an advert for not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah. They had that advert with Johnny looking very oh, very Johnny, and they. Uh, but a bloke was standing in front of it at the bus stop, and it really looked like it just said sausage. <laughs> and if that had been an advert for sausage that oh, Johnny yeah. Depp was doing, <laughs> so you realise that the wolves are following him through the desert because he's got the old string of sausages like they used to have in the beano <laughs> would been, I would, he would have gone up in my estimation and let's face he's got a long way to go up at the moment after that
1: one Frank Skinner. Frank
0: Skinner. Absolute
1: radio. Absolute radio. we're talking about Hellman's What is it actually called? this extraordinary I thought it was Heinz Heinz
0: you know, Terry's Chocolate Hines? Orange Mayor oh okay mm.
1: okay okay <laughs> I
0: like it when brands diversify a bit, though. You know, you get like Marmite biscuits and stuff mm. like that. Mm. I think it's uh, I quite I quite like that. Obviously, not everyone likes those. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I like we and also what they've gone for. They've gone for. There's a lot of sort of playful branding around it. Oh yeah. Because they're calling it, um, they, ha- they they they're sort of they have decided that it's kind of, it's the ultimate Christmas thing, but it's gone a bit kooky and I don't like that. They call it wackaging, don't they, when they do that?
0: Oh, I oh, see. Yeah. I've
1: gone wackaging, Frank. You know, like innocent, I believe. Oh, yes. I yeah. think Again, like... we're not involved with any of these people, can I just no. say. We've never had any products off the list. Yeah, so they, they say things I'm like, like
2: not, <laughs> I, I'm not involved with any
0: innocent people. That is a fact. <laughs> But they say things like d- does not contain despondency yeah. and stuff like right. that in their yeah. ingredients list.
1: Yes. Yeah, They've had a right, few things. I think the pa- the whackaging, it's a bit whackaging this, isn't it? The so, whole concept hmm. of it is quite whackaging.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't understand the limited. Uh, do they want the money or not? I mean, if <laughs> I, I think uh, this is some, I don't know if anyone's ever said this to Hines before, but I think they need to back themselves a bit. Yeah, you're going to make it, then you're going to hope that it's going to be a major hit. You see, it's not Faberge egg, is it? I mean, you know, get no. it out there, get it on the shelves, guys. This is the bit Faberge egg like. mayo would
2: be expensive, wouldn't
0: it? Oh yeah we have decided we will make uh, it a minimalist uh, uh, so that's the voice mm-hmm. of the Heinz <laughs> I'm guessing that's how they I'll tell you what I do like, I like to grind up the occasional extra strong mint for um, s- s- sprinkles on a, on a winter scene oh, that I've got at home. What a Hull.
1: lovely tip, Frank.
0: Yeah, that, try that, one of my life hacks.
1: <laughs> oh, do you know, I think I will try that, lovely frosted mm-hmm. glaze. You never
0: know what, nice. I remember I, when I first dipped a banana in powdered uh, mustard, I was surprised at how nice that turned out. Okay. That is a good tip. Mm. Mm. (laughs) You know, I have a slight um, habit, uh, an, uh, an, an extra strong mince habit, to the point where I'm eating at least one pack a day. Do you still do that? Really? Yeah. And and uh, when oh, yes. I say a pack, I mean, uh, once I start, I have to eat the whole pack. I mean, it's really... It's, 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 I'm in a bad way with it. Do they not have quite a diuretic effect? Isn't there something that... Well, I've, I've never, never noticed uh, that. A little I, busy. I know strepsils do. I found that out to my cost <laughs> once. I've almost <always laughs> thought coughing. Yeah, combined, combined with coughing, it was an absolute accident waiting to happen. But... Oh. Um, <laughs> But extra strong mints have they been so bad for my teeth that my teeth at the front now are basically see-through. Um, I've lost so much of their oh. substance. Is that right? You can it's see my to tongue you. moving. You know when you see people in their tent <laughs> moving about, you can see my tongue doing that behind <laughs> my front teeth. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's good. <laughs> Um, sorry, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show, frank at absoluteradio.co.uk.
2: That's
0: good. Slick that. Yeah. Um, we've actually had uh, uh,
2: a text in from uh, 454 in relation to Emily's onions group Mm. Uh, you know Emily's in a I hate onions
0: Reddit group onions
1: are awful yeah
0: is that what it's called Um,
1: onions are uh, I'm afraid there is an expletive but let's just forget that It's uh, onions are awful and there's a lovely the image is there's an onion yeah with uh, the no entry sign over it oh okay makes sense
0: I see so they like don't buy into the, in the, the house. You know the astronomical theory that the world is just a great big onion?
1: One of my worst <laughs> songs I've ever heard. Yeah. This author makes me sick. Well, the well,
0: only way to get like free them. of this great <laughs> big onion. I can't remember the next bit, so I don't know.
1: If the uh, world is a great big onion, I don't want to live in this world. But uh, how do you get free?
0: All I can remember—the only way to get free of this great big onion is to—it must well, be well, yeah. It must be to do with love, surely. Oh yeah, love versus onions. I well, know what I'd pick. Why? What a battle Fides. that would be.
1: Well, you could um, the two are very both, awkward bedfellows. They may both I say. make
0: you cry. Oh,
2: love. Well, good point. Anyway, slightly bleak. Actually, I thought I brought the bleakness to the show. Well. Um, Four five four has texted with um with an anecdote. Uh, Hi Frank Emily Al, I'm an optometrist. An optometrist—that's easy for them to say. (laughs) I had an old lady patient a few years ago that chewed raw onions all day. Apart from during her eye test, she absolutely reeked during. Ophthalmoscopy mm. during an ophthalmoscopy, the bit where we used to get very close to you with an elaborate torch. Oh, I yeah. physically couldn't get near her as the smell, <laughs> the aura was so noxious, I would have been sick. Oh. Um, we don't have to do that bit anymore because of COVID, and I get to wear a mask all day, which is a godsend. Yeah, uh, yours, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she chew raw onions all day except you for know, the I'm exam? guessing
0: there's a lot of, like, cold peppers, herbal um, things for... Um, do you know cold unless peppers, herbal? Been, unless she'd been hypnotised to think that they were apples. Oh, yeah, of course.
1: No, but, Frank, had it's... had undone it. It's making me...
0: You think McKenna might be involved?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> McKenna's been arrested just in case question <laughs> this poor old lady oh man I love an apple do you know they say apple a day Whoa, get, get McKenna um, I, um,
1: that is my literal nightmare a pink lady masquerading as an onion I, oh, I bet you around, I,
0: mean. I bet you that they are uh, tied to all sorts of cures and um, old herbal what, cures. Onions? onions Yeah, yeah a
1: cure for attraction mm-hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, how would you ever? How could you ever look at anyone eating an onion? Instant deal breaker for me. Well, I mean, you know, we're all different.
0: I sometimes yeah. like to just take one section of skin of a, of a and wear it as a gum shield for the rest of that. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I like. it. that
1: onion's haircut? What's going on up there? Why do we got that weird top knot? I hate the hair no. of the onion.
0: I um, I love a cheese and onion sandwich. One of the best things ever. Oh, you're joking! Sure. What you need to do is get into a cribbage <laughs> league, and then you'll you'll really appreciate them. Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: This just in from hmm. Matthew Moyne in County Down. Hmm. Matthew says, in my opinion, you could say... So you can contact me through frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Your move, Frank Skinner.
0: Okay, I think County Down should be an anagram quiz show for small children. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of (laughs) Canada...
1: Very good. I like the suggestion. My worry, just so you know, Matthew with regards to so you can contact me through it sounds a bit beggy mm. it also sounds a bit like maybe on a dating site it it's sounds like right.
0: i might have to start <laughs> playing the receptionist's tune <laughs> hello can i help you
1: you can contact <laughs> me through Frank yeah absolute you can contact <laughs>
0: me through, um, i don't have to start doing that Pell Furniture, I used to work at a place where a woman said, Pell Furniture.
1: It sounds and, like uh, you might have... How can I, I help a- you? Well, Frank, you might have the shop assistant's emphasis, which uh, yeah. goes like this. Do you need any help at all? Uh,
0: yeah, that's good. What I like about uh, Can I Help You is that they could have an instrumental version <laughs> of it. So they answer the phone, they go da-da-da, da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. and everyone would know what was meant by it.
2: Like apparently, when you call a dog over, they're not really coming because you've said their name. They're coming because you've sort of said those noises in that way. Yeah, like you always do. Exactly.
1: No, they're fluent that's... in a tonal language. Yeah, but that it is the tone. Exactly. It's not the language.
0: Yeah, though, yeah is, you're yeah.
1: right. Al, absolutely.
0: So you oh. could call if you had a, if you were saying. Uh, Rover, Rover, you could go... Um, it's
1: 1972.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you could go uh, Biden, Biden, and it would still cough. <laughs> Wouldn't know any different. Yeah. Um, I don't want to diss dogs. I'm just saying language, that's not their thing. In an
2: irony, apparently Joe Biden will also come over if you call Rover, Rover. Is that oh, right? He's <laughs> got
1: the most 70s dog ever, which is, of course, the... Uh, the Alsatian slash German Shepherd, uh-huh. whichever you prefer, yes. Mm-hmm. Killers, I'm afraid of it course. got into uh well, well his dog did get into a little bit of trouble. Oh did
0: really? It?
1: Yes, I'm afraid so. What did it do? It was a bit of a silly billy, it was a bit naughty. The
0: it dog? didn't it didn't get into that coffin that Joe sleeps in at night.
1: Oh f- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gary Altman in there. <laughs> Altman had if got he a d- does, double bed.
1: Do you know what? I'm just saying, I'd be very happy with that. He's got um, me and those two, two of my faves, and also we'd all be hating the garlic and onions. Oh yeah, dream team.
0: Emily's just showed me that. um, (laughs) That what would you call it then? A website. It's, yeah, it's, a it's, a th-
1: it's a thread, isn't it? And that it actually, read it. It,
0: it actually, one of the things it has helpful life hacks is um, how to say no onions, please, in many different <laughs> languages.
1: Yeah, it said... <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I've read it about seven times. I found it incredibly <laughs> useful. I mean, French we all know. Yeah? Do you know French?
0: No. Yeah, but, uh, that,
1: that would suffice. Sans, in France. N- non, sans non onion.
0: onion, would that do it? <laughs> that would get you
1: understood if not respected. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, pas, I think, I is what I normally. pa at the beginning.
0: Pas, pas okay. d'onion. Je ne sais pas.
1: No, that's I don't know onion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I think they'd get that, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> Winston Churchill, who apparently spoke fluent French, used to deliberate, deliberately do it not quite right in speeches in france and he said people liked him more for trying than for knowing oh wow so uh, there's a little tip when you're in france (laughs) (laughs) frank skinner on absolute radio
1: sorry one of our readers glenn has just obviously made in all this talk of onions we've had this morning has made a reference to uh Peter the Wild, mm-hmm. oh, saying so the Onion Lady. I presume the the person who wrote in uh, was it an optometrist style? Yes. Says uh, it, it, maybe she was a tribute, a uh, sort of actor, Peter the Wild.
0: Did he <laughs> eat raw onions?
1: Yes, I, uh, he I did. never forgot by s- the fire. Very good. Fire side. Oh, by the fireside. Oh, he would sit. That was one of his. Uh, his hobbies. He stared at fires a lot. I he stared at fires and he would also. We should say
0: uh, Peter the Wild was um, a, a, a personal favourite of King George the. King George One of the, the, one of the Hanoverian fifth? kings. No, it was. Mm. No earlier than that, certainly. Third. Think, yeah. Um, it's a story that's got some kindness and some leather (laughs) (laughs) collar elements not so much
2: yeah 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 so I know
1: how you like those just
2: just a bit of advice for anybody if they are making out their first CV probably not worth putting eating onions and staring into the fire on the (laughs) hobbies list
0: and also I think it said singing songs that had no tune which is (laughs) almost impossible if you think about it to do
1: I don't know I've got a friend
0: who does that no but there's got to be a A tune even if it's (laughs) it's been um, improvised do you know what
1: though I think there's something really joyful do you know that I know people that literally I mean they cannot sing a note and they seem totally unaware of it Mm. And I think good uh, on I'm them. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and David Badil listens to this show, and good on him. <laughs>
0: so. I, uh, I had a tour manager that used to go, bah, 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 <laughs> and I realised there was no tune at all to it. <laughs> it was just um, sound. <laughs> people don't like silence, I think, which is uh, one of the things. Can I say I'm particularly excited to get home today, as much as I love doing this show, mm. because we've got an expanding sloth um, in a bowl of water. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. It'll be growing um, as we speak,
1: What apparently, have you been feeding it?
0: In 72 hours, it, it trebles in size, apparently.
1: What is it made of this sloth?
0: Well, I don't know, but it, whatever it is, it absorbs water and um, it becomes much larger.
1: Oh, have you ever met a sloth in
0: real life? I've seen them at uh, the zoo. Oh, Have you? Are they in oh, the night? Are the they in zoo. the night garden area? I think they are in the night garden. Oh,
1: I yes. can't go do, in then. Do, it gives me the creeps do,
0: that, do, that do, night do, area. So, oh my name is Eagle <laughs> Piggle. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> Is the if I were, remember Eric Pickles, the Tory MP, if I was him, yeah. I would have entered the house to. <laughs> oh, my name is Eric Pickles, but uh, they don't have that sort of levity in their heart. I not think not enough
2: intro music in politics. Now there ought to be like, like in boxing.
0: <laughs> 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 that would really brighten things up on parliamentary TV, which that's fascinating. Right, it's a, a dull, dull channel. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This
1: is Absolute Radio. Boys, I need to talk to you. We've been talking about onions, the horror. Oh, the horror. The horror. The horror.
0: The horror.
1: <laughs> there has been another food stuff in the news this week. Did you see this? This theft of gnocchi. These is that how you say it? Gnocchi? Yeah, that's
0: how Italians say it. How oh. do you say it? Gnocchi. Oh, dear. Is
1: that bad? Well,
2: no, it's, it's got fine. that silent G thing going on, hasn't it?
1: I think Italians, I don't know. I'm sure if they're any Italian, but I've heard it, Italians would say gnocchi. Ah, oh. gnocchi. I don't think they go gnocchi.
2: This is a bit like when there was an inquest when I said Bolognese <laughs> and you guys... Said it didn't,
0: that, that wasn't right, and turned out it I it think knocky right, is an
1: acceptable pronunciation. It's a Jose Jose thing or whatever. So,
0: it? Um, knocker, pres- knocker would be the sing- singular.
1: Simply, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, well, maybe. You... I
2: always feel like it sounds like what two married gnomes might have on an evening in a
0: bit of gnocchi. Oh, <laughs> oh lovely. <laughs> anyway, they... I love, can I say, I really love gnocchi i think it's the, the most underrated of the really? italian foods i often have gnocchi in an italian restaurants well, as a main i'm talking <clears throat> about
1: because that's brilliant yeah, good, because can it? i say i really loathe
0: gnocchi ah. it's one of my
1: worst things ever <laughs> yeah we'll get well, onto that i think it's um,
0: i see it as the sort of the susan Boyle of the italian cuisine that it's it's oh. very beautiful it's it's you know it's talented and everything but it doesn't it never is it though and then it's taken a while for it to emerge. And I feel this story that you're talking about, I, I'm now aware of, the, yeah. uh, which is a, a sort of sad knocky story as it's the to do with effect. the kidnapping. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. kidnap- um, it's, it's, it, it is like when Susan Barr suddenly came into the public eye because now everyone's talking yeah. knocky. Well. Mm-hmm.
1: There was a truckload of gnocchi. It's worth over...
0: You're going to persevere with gnocchi, aren't you? I love you oh, for that. I'm going that. to
1: persevere with the correct pronunciation. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs>
0: well, we don't know that for certain. We haven't heard from that Italian yet, have we? No.
1: I did, many times, but that's another story. <laughs> yes. it's, it's worth, like... Frank, mm. over $30,000. That's
0: a lot of gnocchi. It's Australian dollars. Yeah, so it's oh, Yeah, yeah talking, about 15 grand.
1: Of. Um... Mm. So this happened in Brisbane, Brizzy. They were dropping supplies, someone was, <laughs> off to a restaurant. And this the restaurant owners, I mean, they were horrified when this happened. They're mm. worried that this has now been passed on to the black market.
0: There's a black market for <laughs> Nokia. I think it's more likely to have been passed on to the farmer's market, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who is on the black market? Sort of <laughs> catapult enthusiasts. Yeah. It's a, 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 Anyway, you know, it's lovely. They'd made it, hadn't they? These, this, we should yeah. say, shouldn't we, there's two guys known yes. as the Nocky Brothers. Is or that or right?
1: Gnocchi Brothers. Yeah, all
0: that. Aren't, aren't they known as the Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers? It's <laughs> double. So good they named it twice, I think. See, if they'd gone for the singular, I think knocko knocko <laughs> Sounds like a knock-knock joke, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And, miss oh, and they own a, a, a restaurant called the nocky shop
1: it's not called that no it's that, not it's not called, I, got, <laughs> I got it, it sound disgusting it is not i got that bit wrong the food's
0: no. disgusting
1: no their food is well, probably well apparently
0: lovely. their nocky is sort of I, you know i'm not i'm not again i'm not on a retainer from the nocky <laughs> nocky brothers nick nockin not nicky nocky new but um Apparently, their Gnocchi is legendary, and they have, like, Gnocchi mm. restaurants that yeah. just specialise in Gnocchi, or oh, Gnocchi, <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> Gnocchi Wilson. That's what they say. If you can called Wilson, Gnocchi Wilson would have been brilliant. There'd be so many opportunities. the restaurant. Yeah. Gnocchi... <laughs> <laughs> oh man because it, it's endless possibilities did they find any of this missing <laughs> no, knocking on it? heaven's door <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
1: we've heard from Richard
2: hey we've just had an email oh, oh you oh, yeah, no it. go on you Emily no you out <laughs> I feel After I feel you. I should read this rather than you spare your blushes uh Frank, Emily has the correct pronunciation. Although I am not Italian, I lived in Italy for four years and speak Italian very well. I have an A pass in AS Italian as well. Richard. Okay, Richard. That's about the um, gnocchi conversation. Gnocchi, fair enough. enough. We've now established
1: it's gnocchi. Frank, can I just say. You we accepted that. that. Like, so great. No, I thought it was lovely the way he did it. Oh,
0: really? It's one of the oh, best I've yeah. ever heard him. I mean, this is an English guy. Some English guy. There you go, Al.
1: This. It didn't take <laughs> yeah. long.
0: I mean, just because he wasn't corrected by the polite Italians. OK. <laughs> no, no, OK. How do you say
1: gnocchi. sort loser in gnocchi. Italian?
0: Gnocchi.
1: Yes, I, gnocchi. I don't
0: gnocchi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? For that, <laughs> yeah. for that alone... Mm-hmm. I let you off. One thing I like, you
0: know, these guys are like, they're they're like seen as like super businessmen types now because of the success of the knocky, 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 knock, knocking shop. And, um, they, um,
1: (laughs) they, they, um,
0: they gave in the midst of this interview about being robbed, they gave a little, um, thing about starting your own business. I thought, all right. (laughs) Mm. And they said, um, "Don't listen to the naysayers," which is what, what they, they told say. me when I started at the local stables.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. that was a big call.
1: They also I mean, said, "They said, um, I hope the truck is returned, but for God's sake, I pray that they treat the gnocchi with care. <laughs> Please yeah. don't throw it out. It's a beautiful, yeah. fresh gnocchi." Is it a
0: refrigerated truck? Yes. yes. Well, here's, a, here's, here's this one. It's
2: refrigerated truck and thousand dollars worth of gnocchi.
0: I'm guessing it's a buyer's market, uh, fresh gnocchi, because it's not going to last that long, is mm. it? Does yeah. a refrigerated truck continue to refrigerate once you switch the engine off? Well,
1: it's all gone yes, a bit. Does so. a tree fall in a forest? Yeah.
0: You think it does, Al? I think it must do, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure, it would be like an ice cream
2: van because they don't just chill while the engines on do they oh no maybe they do because they all leave their engine running don't they
1: mm. they
2: yeah. not allowed anymore Major. excuse me anyway I'll what up. I like about this story is that it's sort of inspiring for um, food thieves although I think the absolute protocol is that we disapprove of theft indeed but I think most food <laughs> theft is when you say stuff like oh look at that a flying cow and then you steal a chip off somebody's plate mm. most, most food theft is like single chip Maybe double chip if you're really ambitious. But £30,000 worth of gnocchi and a refrigerated van is really, like, they've, they've raised the stakes a bit there, haven't they?
1: Yeah, I think... Don't they, bring stakes into it. They That's probably
0: sort of parked somewhere and they probably thought, well, opportunity gnocchis. Anyway. <laughs> um, watch my show this week. Yes, watch my show on Tuesday yes. night, Sky Arts. Um, we were in Somerset, uh, last week with Wordsworth and Coleridge but this week where do we go from here down to the lake I fear we'll be in the light district check it out and thank you for listening to us today and if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week now get out Listen.